the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Steps in the city, steps in the city, they're BFFs talking gritty. Steps in the city. Sometimes it is necessary to say the word fuck. It fucking helps your mental health and when life fucking sucks. It's just a word and it's absurd to fucking get upset when I fucking say the fuck word. Hey, cause fuck is where it's at. So if you love to just say fuck, then fucking sing with me. Fuck, fucker, fucking mother, fuck the fuck shit, fuck itty. We're fucking back. We're back. <laughs> with a bang. I like that song. Now everybody's going to have it stuck in their head. I mean, if I could keep up with it, I don't know if I would be able to do that. I think you just need to keep saying fuck. That's all. Like, let's play it again. Sometimes it is necessary to say the word fuck. It fucking helps your mental health. And when life fucking sucks, it's just a word. And it's absurd to fucking get upset when I fucking say the fuck word. Hey, because fuck is where it's at. So if you love to just say fuck, then fucking sing with me. Fuck, fucker, fucking mother. <laughs> fuck the fuck shit. Fuck it. Fuck shit. Fuck it. I kind of just like the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're episode 170, and it is Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh, yeah. You're bringing that back. Oh, yeah. When I think people just like, you know, we're all creatures of routine, and I think they get excited when, you know, we have a little bit of routine going on there. Um. So what's how's your week been, Steph? Good. You know, I'm hanging with Albert and the Burbs, so... Oh, I love Good. Albert. It was so hot on Friday. I tried not to be outside too much with him. Yeah, no, it was pretty. It's been hot everywhere. I, they're saying that the earth is like two degrees warmer. And I want to say like they're breaking records for the hottest days ever recorded on the planet. But global warming isn't real. No, right? Uh, yeah. So... <laughs> It was super hot. Like I'm, I was, you know, instead of burning through vacation days, I'm like, I'll just go in for half a day or a couple hours, get some shit done. And Thursday it was hot, and I was like, I'm. I said to the girls before I left Thursday, I'm like, I'm not coming back tomorrow. I'll just take a vacation day. It's too hot. I'm sick of driving in this heat. My my uh little Helen, she's getting old. She don't like driving in the heat. So well, that's good because I know before you said you couldn't do that. So. Well, I mean, I just waste a vacation day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I, I mean, I guess whatever. It is it is what it is. I felt like I needed it. So, because I did a lot of like running around last week. I, I did um, an Alzheimer's benefit, like trivia night. I really like that. I don't think I've ever really done a tr- like a true trivia night. And that was fun, even though we didn't win. Was it just like general um, trivia or was it theme? Yeah. So this was for um, its end Alzheimer's. So it was a, like a fundraiser for the Alzheimer's group. And there were, I want to say like six different teams. And we all had to pick a name with the word purple in it because purple is the color for Alzheimer's. Uh-huh. And um, sorry, I've got the dogs getting tangled in my headphone cord. Um so purple was the color and we all had to pick names and I'm thinking like, oh, purple rain. Nope. Somebody already took that. Um, I was thinking of an, like, what else were we thinking of? I don't know. But then I was just like, OK, purple nurple. Nobody's going to have that one. So our team was purple nurple. And one of the girls was like, wait, what does that mean? And so we looked up the Urban Dictionary and I'm like, basically, it's a titty twister. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask if it said titty twister. Diddy Twister. But I think the teams that won, like there was first place, second place, third place. And one of them, they were the Purple Sparklers. It's like, whatever. That name's so stupid. Some people do really dumb names. Right? Yeah. I'm trying to think of the other ones. But I mean, so there was like six rounds and one round was 80s trivia. Another round was music. Another round was movies food which i did the worst at the food uh category animals was another one i did pretty good with animals i was surprised they had asked um what what animal family does a dick dick belong to (laughs) i have no idea and i started laughing i'm like oh if it's a small dick dick that's my (laughs) (laughs) ex-husband 
Now it's um it's actually like a little baby antelope. I don't I don't know why I wrote down a deer because I'm like, well, isn't an antelope part of the deer family? But um yeah, a dictic. It's like a teeny tiny little baby antelope. It's really cute. Huh. And then the other one that was really hard was um a bird that sounds like it's laughing that's part of the kingfisher family that's only in Australia and New Zealand. Oh, okay. Right? Like, would you know what that was? No. I always, though, like, even with stuff I know, like movies and pop culture, and then once Mm -hmm. I get there, I, like, get stage fright or something. I totally, like, choke. Oh, really? See, this was, like, they would read the questions and then turn on really loud music. And so then you could discuss it with your team with nobody else really hearing you. And it's funny because we we left that bird one blank for a little while. And then all of a sudden I'm like, kookaburra. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't even know where that fuck that came from. But OK, I'll take it. And that, you know, that was that Australian bird. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm try- The food one was horrible. Like the one question and my whole team, like they're just going tuna, tuna. And I'm like, wait, what was the question? Like, I don't, why are you guys all saying tuna? And they're saying, what was the the food item that is most frequently stolen. Oh, how would you even, I would say like a banana or something. Well, and I was like, I'm, I'm just thinking like United States wise, fuck candy. Everybody steals candy, right? Yeah. Gum, I guess. Right. No, I guess it was worldwide. And the answer is cheese. Like people steal cheese. Have you ever fucking gone in the grocery store to steal cheese? No. No, man. Usually, but again, if it's worldwide, maybe it's just different. I don't know. Are the Brits the ones stealing the cheese? What the fuck? (laughs) So, I mean, it it was. uh, There were all pretty good questions, but I we uh, we did not come in even third. What do you win? Did you? Was the prize? The prizes were good. Well, so the the event took place at this place called Bar Down, and it's it's like a sports bar connected to the bowling alley in Hoffman Estates at Poplar Creek Bowl. And the girl that runs it, Diane, she's such a sweetheart. They donated like um, party rooms, so like you could have a party room for up to fifty people. And I don't know if that included food or drink or what, but I mean, well, they were they were renting the room is pretty you know expensive, so it's a good good uh prize right yeah no it was and we were sitting there like okay if we win like what one person i'm like one person i'm like but you're having a party for 50 people we better all be invited (laughs) right (laughs) thinking one person and then they had like raffle prizes again and i won um three of the purple alzheimer's like t-shirts boomers t-shirts and then four tickets to the boomers game next week so oh fun I know it's going to be like a big uh, a baseball summer for me. We just went to a Boomers game a couple couple weeks ago, and then I'm going this week for breast cancer fundraiser, and then next week then are the tickets that I won. So just a Boomers super fan, right? Right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's cute. It's really cool. And speaking of Boomers, so we've got super fan Ken W. He has been out of commission all summer long. I want to say he well, he's had a leg injury also, but his is way worse than mine. He ripped his calf muscle, if uh. I'm not mistaken. So he hasn't been able to like stand on it or do anything. I think he said he finally took like a freestanding shower after 40 days. Uh. But he was at the doctor and he sends me a text and he's like, oh, the catcher for the Schomburg Boomers is right next to me here in the doctor's office. And I'm like, hey, I just saw him play last night and I sent a picture. So um, I'm hoping that that catcher's in good condition and maybe just getting a physical, not hurt. Yeah, this is probably really ignorant of me to say, but is like the catcher that key to the the sport, the game. Like, is that if you want anyone injured, I feel like the catcher may be fine to lose. <laughs> you think? I don't know. I mean, good catchers are hard to find, but the catcher, you know, they spend all their time squatting. So it's got to be really rough on their knees. I mean, look at my cousin's daughter. I would go all over watching her games like Florida, Indiana, because uh, she's a catcher and she's done. She She's had 
too much going on with her one knee that she's done and she's only 20. Well, I think Chloe or Emmy, one of my nieces is a catcher. They're young, but maybe I should tell them not to stick with that if it's bad for their knees. I mean, maybe look up the statistics, but I don't think they're great for catchers. Like maybe have them pitch. Pitchers are more in demand. Especially yeah, if they're left-handed. There's are multiple they left-handed? playing a game, too. I don't think they are. I don't know, though. No. Yeah. Yeah, and one of the pitchers, I don't know, from the game I just went to, wasn't this Friday, last Friday, they were, um, oh, there was a left-handed pitcher. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. I mean, I think if I was batting and a left-handed pitcher was pitching to me, it might throw me off. So a I think that's like the whole up, idea. Keep you on your toes. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not I haven't I haven't like really played baseball or softball in forever, but it used to be like one of my favorite things. I was on a so. team. I mean, it has to be a while now, but like where I grew up, you know, that's the big thing over there with all the bars and they did a girls league, like a Sunday fun day girls league. And we only won one game and it was because other team didn't show up. And we lost like everything else. Almost like all of them were slaughter rule. Like we were just terrible, but it was so fun. That's hilarious. It is fun. I used to do, I think when I worked at an office, uh, before it was Office Max and Office World. Oh no, Office Max. And what's the other one? Uh, Depot? Office Depot. Office Depot. Yeah, there was Office World. That was the very first like office supply store. And I worked there in high school and we had a softball team. And I remember you didn't have to work there to play on the team. So I would like recruit some of my really like athletic friends to play. <laughs> you played 16 inch, right? Or 14? I want to say it was 16. I don't remember it. Because I remember we played when I worked at Sports Authority and they all wanted to play 14 inch. I'm like, might as well be baseball. If I have a mitt, this isn't softball to me. Like Chicago softball is 16 inch. Yeah, no, we didn't have mitts. So, I yeah, it was 16. I also, but, though, and- like our Sunday Fun Day League, I feel like they gave us the worst like field. It was like one of the parks by where I grew up. And like the whole outfield was like holes. Like you'd be running to catch a ball and you just fall. Like, I felt like they gave the girls the bad feel, too. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's a good thing you didn't break an ankle or anything. I was Fucking younger gopher holes that. and everything else out there. Yeah. It was probably from fireworks, shit, though, in the city. Who knows why there were holes out there. Right. Yeah, so. Um, also, shout out to Superfan Marilyn. Man, she, she moved up to Racine, and she was riding her bike and wiped out and just fucking busted oh, no. up busted her hand up i know and i'm like oh my god i hope you don't need surgery so thank god she doesn't it just looks real bad so <sighs> our, our super fans are getting all busted up out there yeah be careful right <laughs> all right well let's do what's popping stuff i gotta get to the little drop over here here we go on a handstand um i don't know there's some pretty good news items this week not that any of them were good but you know what i mean newsworthy is maybe what i should say well one of the leftovers was joe manganello's single though and he was married to um the the what you call it lady yeah, from uh, Modern Family. Yeah, but I heard she she has like a son who's like in his twenties, I think, and she also went through that whole thing with her ex about like her embryos that were frozen. Oh, and I, I don't think, think the reason they're getting divorced is he still wanted kids, and she didn't want more after all that, which I could see. So yeah. neither of us want more. At least I don't think you want more kids. I don't want kids, so I don't think we're viable options. That's probably the only reason, though, we wouldn't be viable options for him. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you could always just be like, "Look, you know, find a surrogate, let her have the baby. I don't mind taking care of the baby, but I ain't having no baby." So. Yeah, I don't know. She, I guess that was the reason they said. But um, someone tweeted, and I was trying to find it about like. He's fine. He's only like 46. All this stuff. And it was like, don't watch me. Catch me. Like, she's like, I'm going for it. I'm like, hey. Really? Yeah, it was a really funny tweet. Now I can't find it. But it was. That is funny. 
I mean, he I'm telling so you, hot. I swear he was in the elevator in my office building one day. Man. It's because in my bu- my building, like, we're the only medical practice there. Well, not anymore. We got a dentist now and a concierge uh, physician. Sounds so like, like you pay said, like, like, concierge. Like, you're going to say no. cunt. <laughs> a concierge um, doctor's office. I'm, I ran into, like, the, the MA that works in the office, uh, like, in the elevator. And she was telling me it's, like, a flat rate for the year. So, like, if you don't have medical insurance or you don't want to... You know, you you just don't like yours or whatever. You could pay. I don't know if it was thirteen hundred or maybe three thousand. I can't remember, but it's like a flat rate you pay for the year, and then you can go do as many office visits as you want. And but it has I to be like all just general, like like what kind of medical stuff. I think it's just like if you pick a primary care, like that would be your primary care. But they don't take insurance, but they will. Who's going um, to primary care that much that you would pay that much? That's insane. Yeah, I don't. Well, that's why it's called a concierge doctor. I think maybe some people feel as if they did that their doctor isn't overloaded with a million patients and that they maybe get more specific personalized care. Mm. I mean, they do testing and stuff there, too, but I just don't know if that's extra. It was kind of interesting. I'm like, eh. You know, if I had, if I had like more disposable income, I would maybe think about it just because it's right. It's like two doors down from my office. Yeah. And then there's like a really good dentist now on my floor. But the rest of my building is like sports agents and real estate stuff. And I really, I swear to you, I swear I saw that Joe in the elevator one day and I was too shy to really just check him out. (laughs) Mm, Even if it wasn't, if just someone who looked like him. Yeah, no, we've got some like every now and then in the parking lot. I'm like, ooh, I can't tell which guy. I never see him in the car or out of the car. But there's always fancy cars out there like a Ferrari, a Lamborghini. And I used to park right next to it. I'm like, look at my Hyundai parks ne- park next to that Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> That's like but, when um, I went to L.A. for school and we were driving around because I drove my car there and we were on Rodeo Drive. And I'm like, I don't think my focus is allowed on this street. Like I felt like so trash and my Ford Focus on Rodeo Drive. Well, no, I kind of feel like that, too, at work. Like, everybody has, like, a fancier car than my Hyundai. But you know what? Helen's got me around for already 217,000 miles in 10 years. Like That's insane. Yeah, that's a lot of miles. So I'm going to take her in this week. I got to get her rear end worked on. She needs some new sway bar. Yeah, my emissions test yesterday. I was like, I bet it went okay. Yeah, I was. I mean, usually I'm not worried when my car's like newer. I think that focus, I would always be worried when I'd go. Yeah. But right. like, because all that stuff I had happen earlier this year, I'm like, oh, I hope everything's fine. It was fine. I just have to get my sticker renewed. So I had to go. I, you know, I want to say that one of my kids said something about like emissions now might be like every year it used to only be like every few years it right it depends on like your car year so like mine is every two right now okay. but i think maybe once it's like 10 years old you have to go every year i don't know how it works but for a little bit i didn't need one until it got a certain age like mine's a 2017 so i definitely yeah. needed one two years ago i don't know though i think it just depends on how old your car is Yeah, but for some reason, I remember like I had that old Suburban and even now we have that the 90 Lexus, 92 Lexus and then the 90 Porsche. And I don't think either one of those have to get emissions done. I think when they're like older, then they don't have to have emissions. So like, what's the point? It's the older cars that are probably the stinkier ones, right? Yeah, I don't know. I just remember like my, I think it was the Focus, like my check engine light. We couldn't figure out why it was on. And they just, well, you'll just automatically fail an emissions. And you need your your license plate sticker. You have to pass that to get your license plate sticker. And I was like getting tickets for not having an updated license plate sticker, but I couldn't. And it's just like when you're like, you have no money, you're like, it's more expensive to have no money too, you know, (laughs) like it it totally is. I know that you got to think about that for a second, but yes, it's more expensive to be broke. (laughs) Yeah. Like your interest rates are always higher. Like it's just, 
it, it's way right. less costly when you have money to do things. It's just crazy. Right? And I was thinking about it when I was in line yesterday about like that car. And eventually like that mechanic guy knew, thank God, like they just went in and basically like cleaned all the wires and it was some electronic thing. And once they did that, the light went off, but it really wasn't even anything wrong with the car. It was just like dirt was triggering that light. Yeah, but if you have any dummy lights on, and for all of our older listeners out there, we always called them retard lights on the dashboard. I but... never heard that before. <laughs> no, you never heard that before. So if you have any of your dummy lights on, then that's gonna it, they're gonna automatically fail you. It doesn't even matter if it's because your gas cap screwed on too tight. Like, yeah, yeah. So for... that, and I was just, you know, I went on a Saturday, and I went out here, so it wasn't as bad of a line, but I was still in line, and I don't know, I was just remembering that and like getting anxious about it (laughs) right but in illinois so i'm i've been spending a lot of time up in um wisconsin and um in fact i'm in wisconsin right now um and we were talking about emission testing here in wisconsin and and i guess like you can go to like the muffler shop or the oil change place and get your emissions tested. Where in Illinois, I don't think you can do that. It's still at the emission centers, no? I think you they have to be like a certified one with the state. Like, I don't think you can okay. just go to any. But like when I was searching like a close one out here, a couple of like muffler shops came up. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. Um, So I just went to like a certified one because I didn't know how that worked. But yeah. yeah, I the kids, my kids keep telling me that there's one close to the house. And they've taken my car there once or twice. And I guess it is like a mechanic shop. Um, But I just usually would go to the emissions testing center. Yeah. And when I went a couple years ago, it was like my uh, sticker isn't due till August 31st. But I Mm -hmm. just wanted to get the emissions done. So I'm not like, you know, I'm going to be busy in August. So, um. But when I went in like two years ago, I went to Skokie and now they have the office for your sticker right in there. So when you pull out of the emissions, you just pull up and park. And I just went in and like bought my sticker there, too, which was kind of awesome. Oh, that's a good idea. Shit. Maybe yeah. I'll do that because mine's due September. So and I am I work near Skokie, so that should be. Well, I think even yesterday that. I went to the one over here and it had it, too. So I feel like they're making it a little bit more convenient. Well, and that's a good thing. I know. Um, oh, I do. So if you want to guess where I'm at, it's kind of funny because there's a there's a, you know, like remember our lady in I swear it was Walmart, but it might have been Meyer, this lady. Accuser of the fucking brethren, you motherfucker. Of course I remember her. I and can. she's like, I'm just trying to save you, motherfucker. You just got to repent. I can. So legend. then. um here in Kenosha, they had their own Walmart lady having a meltdown. She is in the candle aisle throwing candles. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. My pussy Have a great time. Have a great time, ma'am. What does she say? Black Lives Matter. My pussy matters. My pussy matters. You make no sense. Oh, my God. What the fuck? So I don't, it must have been, you know how Kenosha took like a big hit with all the Black Lives Matter marches and um, all the violence that was here, right? So well, I guess this the lady. police officers, right? Wasn't there a shooting of an unarmed? Yeah, that stupid kid that Kyle Rittenhouse came from Antioch and came up here and was killing people, remember? But it all started because there was like an unarmed black person shot like it correct yes that's what kicked it all off which i mean yeah i was gonna say that just happens way too frequently it's ridiculous but yeah but so this lady i guess maybe she was i'm taking it as she was upset that more people weren't taking black lives matter seriously so she was being sarcastic and busting up the joint i think it sounds Um, like she was saying her pussy's more important than black lives matter (laughs) no because then the last thing she said is she's like well black lives don't matter her pussy matters like so i don't know i'm gonna take it that she was being 
supportive of Black Lives Matter. So she was just upset. Either way, yeah, she, she sounds a little unhinged. So she she does, but she's just yeah, you can look it up on YouTube. Um, I just typed in Kenosha pussy <laughs> pulled up, but she's just standing there throwing candles, and it it was interesting. I don't know how much trouble she got into for that. Maybe she had to pay for all the candles. She a There's local glass celebrity. Hmm. Yeah, I, I want to go to Walmart and see if I run into her. She's probably been banned from Walmart. I don't know, because let me tell you, the toilet paper saga from Target continues. Now I don't have a delivery date until August for my 18 rolls of toilet paper. What the fuck? Can you just cancel it? I can't. I've tried. I even did like that live chat with the Target girl. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like Costco took care of me already. I don't even want this from you guys anymore. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, ma'am. Have patience. It, it's going to be arriving. Every day I get an update. Oh, it's been delayed. Oh, it's been delayed. I'm like, there's not a toilet paper shortage anymore. Why is it delayed? So once well, it gets have delivered patience. stuff. It's like, no, fuck off. Cancel the order. I don't want it. Yeah, They won't let me cancel it. So once it's delivered, I'm just going to make a point of returning it back to That's Target. That's what I was going to say. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not inconvenience for you, but fuck. Right. So maybe I'll have to start shopping at Walmart instead of Target now. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's a better alternative, but <laughs> we'll see. Either that or pick a different Target. My Target sucks. So, yeah. Um, we had a couple things going on uh, this week. Rest in peace, Sinead O'Connor. Like, I loved her back I in the so day. Sad. I know. It sucks. That- and they haven't released like what the cause of death was, but I, I want to say that, remember, we've talked about it on the show in, in the previous years where she was um, having some mental health issues, right? Yeah. And I think her son committed suicide a couple years ago. That's what it was. Um, so, I mean, either way, it's sad, but I don't know if they're going to say what exactly what happened. Well, and you know how Morrissey, everybody complains like he's such a bitch. And you know what? And he also is very outspoken. And I'm so glad that he did speak up for O'Connor because he responded to many of the tributes to O'Connor by calling bullshit. And he this is just, you know, a small quote, but he says, you praise her now only because it is too late. You hadn't the guts to support her when she was alive and she was looking for you. So he wrote a scathing message posted to his website and um, wherever I pulled this from, they said, as the saying goes, even a broken clock can be right twice a day. For all of his faults, Morrissey is correct in this instance. Many of the social media tributes ring hollow and come a little too late. Yeah, I mean, I think that's our our country. That's our media. That's. That's what they do. Right. Like they chastise people. And then when they die, they're like, oh, no, we loved that person. No, you didn't. You you know, whatever. God forbid something happened to Britney Spears. But like, that's how they treat her. It's like, you guys just you're not going to learn. Well, even like Chadwick Boseman, you know, they were all talking about him being so thin and like no one knew he was dying of cancer. And, you know, they were going to, you know, people need to stop talking. But they're always talking about how people look and not taking into account that something could be going on or that it's none of their business either way. Right. Right. Just hypercritical of everybody's appearances and eh, disgusting. Um, and then, uh, well, and then I'm going to join right in and be like that fucking turtle face, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> he, I can't stand him. He's such a um, So he was, did you see the clip? Like he was giving a, a his weekly press um, conference. He was giving a speech he, like, on Wednesday. He out or something. Something he, he had to have. It had to have been a stroke. And I thought it was interesting because the guy that kind of led him away was an orthopedic surgeon. He's just now a politician. And um, they're not releasing what happened, whether he did have a stroke. Although McConnell, kind didn't he wipe out in March and like hit his head and shit? Oh, I don't um, know. Yeah, no, he had an incident where he had like a concussion and he, he hit his head and hurt something else. And so this uh, politician, orthopedic surgeon dude, he's just like, I'm really concerned for him. But he wouldn't say anything else. And Mitch McConnell's team is just saying that he was dehydrated. Like you don't just stop and go silent and stare off into space. That That is a sign of a stroke. Like you called it. You thirsty bitch. 
Right. <laughs> Have some fucking Gatorade. No. So I really think, well, and you know, on the uh, Diane Feinstein, right? Like she's been out of commission and she's 90 years old. She's I, the I just one in really the wheelchair? Think, yes. Yeah. Yes. But I really think there should just be term limits or age limits on these politicians because it does us no favors. You know, as percent, I agree. Yeah. Does us no favors. And then stuff, you know, maybe we won't really have to do anything because the aliens are here. I believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials. Something I can't discuss in public setting. Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> if you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. So what do you think? I mean, I'm not surprised at all. I think it's, yeah, I'm like ready for them to just take me or do it. I'm over it. Um, My friend Shane is very into aliens. I think I, like when I went to visit him, I recorded some of him talking and. Oh, really? I don't know. Did we talk about like, I feel like it was a couple of years ago now, but he talked about like trying to get evaluated for like um, people who have been abducted by aliens or some like national thing where you can. Yes, we did talk about that. Yeah. He's just always been obsessed. So, of course, every meme I was seeing, I was sending because he just, <laughs> you know, it's like so him. But the first one I sent was like a picture, like a Lisa Frank picture of like an alien boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, like green. Oh, with cute. Like, and it said like it was a tweet that said me and my boyfriend that I couldn't tell you guys about because it was a government secret. So I sent that <laughs> to him and Davion and uh, Shane responded a couple hours later. He's like so serious about it. He said, everyone knows it's the reptilian to our green. Why are we drawing the grays who are sometimes tan and smell like cinnamon and electronics green? So like he's like he's already, really into this. He's taking issue with the memes having green aliens. Those are reptilians. I guess I said cinnamon and electronics. He's like, that's what I've heard they smell like. So they're gray and sometimes tan and they should smell like cinnamon and electronics in case. I think I've dated a few, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, So I was entertaining myself with the memes and sending them to him. I could just see him rolling his eyes. But um, otherwise, yeah, I know. I mean, I felt like I feel like, yeah, there's aliens for sure. Well, You know, the ancient aliens guy, right? That's tan with the crazy hair sticking up. He's always in the memes like I didn't want to say it, but it was aliens. You know, that's like the famous meme I don't of think him. I've ever seen him you've never seen him he's that Greek guy that he's he's the ancient aliens guy on I think it's the history channel and his name is Giorgio Sukalis or something I always call him Sukalicious and he posted his own meme like of himself that says I didn't want to tell you but it was aliens and then he did say he's like we are not alone we have never been alone um, and that clip was of the United States Air Force officer, David Grush, um, and he was under oath in a public hearing in front of members of Congress. And that's when, you know, he, obviously we heard the clip, but that they're saying that they have um, they're in possession of multiple non-human intelligence cadavers and multiple non-human technical technological flying craft. Um And Giorgio just said, like, today's hearing was unprecedented and historic. Planet Earth learned today that we are not the only intelligent beings in the universe um, and that they've known about these non-human intelligences since the 1930s. And do you remember like a while ago, I we were kind of joking around finding crazy stories and I'm like, there was a black cube like object that was blocking part of the sun. Uh, Kind of. Yeah, it was like if you Google it, you'll find it. It's like it's like a picture of the sun and there's like a black cube. So now the sworn testimony includes a flying black cube inside of a clear sphere. 
They're also reporting a hovering red square the size of a football field, and that some of these objects go from zero to Mach 2 in the snap of a finger, or from 12,000 feet to 80,000 feet, which is space, right, in the snap of a finger. And all of this is documented and recorded. They had three sworn witnesses And according to all of them, there is not a single nation on Earth that could potentially own this type of technology, because according to to the testimony, our planet hasn't achieved the structural material to manufacture these type of objects. So there's when I just Googled it, it says it's a missing pixel, like it's an image error, but. You know. no, well, okay, so maybe somebody wrote that, but now their sworn testimony included that included them saying that these black cubes are real. Hmm. Interesting, right? Yeah, I don't remember seeing this picture. I think we talked about it, and maybe I didn't send it to you, but we talked about it on the show. But yeah, um. Let's see. What else do we got going on I here? Stuff you want to do? Position over here. Yeah, I was gonna say. Let me see if do I have any sexy music. Oh shit! Let me move this down. Oh yeah, I got it right here. Today is no. July thirtieth. The stick shift. Oh yeah. So the guy's Put like it. on his back. And the woman's okay. on top, but one of his legs is in the air. So I think she's, you know, holding on to his leg and it's a stick shift. She's going on that five speed. <laughs> Just don't break his dick like Dennis Rodman. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess I do. Um, Remember he, he had like that whole interview. He broke his dick like seven times or something. I don't know. When I think of a stick shift, I think of probably giving a hand job and then putting it in a different position. Yeah, it doesn't. It, when I looked at the picture, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Um, August 1st, though, is Tuesday when everyone will be listening, hopefully. The 430. So I think it's like the clock hands 430. He's standing and she's like kind of doing like a... You know, you do like a quad. Like a ballerina move or something like that? No, she's like up on an ottoman with like her legs up in the air. Like, but she's at an angle, you know? So her legs are up on him and then she's lower. So like a clock, like the four o'clock. I don't know. I'll post a picture because I don't think I'm explaining it well. Yeah, I'm trying to picture it. And it's interesting. 4.30 clock hands and the man is the the minutes okay he's a minute man then huh (laughs) well he's at six o'clock so or at the six whatever that would be the 30 minute mark all right well when you post that i'm sure we'll all i i love to try to picture these in my head and then when you post a bad job with this one no but you do a really good job stuff honestly of describing them i would be at a loss for words i'd be like well whatever wait until you see the picture (laughs) so you do a good job you're very descriptive and sometimes what i picture in my head matches and sometimes i'm like oh yeah that's not at all what i pictured (laughs) well we'll see with this one then yeah and then let's do we didn't do our five things because we had technical difficulties last week people i did have have a few people asking like did you mean to do a short show and actually we're gonna try to keep them a little shorter now for summertime because we got things to do places to go people to see so yeah we got weather to be out in right you're going boating today so we'll do a really quick five things here five things that samandy likes these are the things that samandy likes five things that samandy likes these are the things that Samandy likes. Woo! Thanks, Estelle. That's Stella Sonic from the Strays in the UK. Um, find them all over on social media. I think they still kind of have a pause on their gigs, but um, their videos and songs never fail to entertain. Thanks, Estelle. Uh, Steph, do you have anything you want to talk about? Uh, no, I mean, beating the heat. I was binging some shows with Albert and, you know, Frenchie shouldn't be in the heat, really. So, yeah, um, I watched Survival of the Thickest on Netflix is very good. I highly recommend it. I love Michelle Buteau. And oh, okay. I watched The Bear finally, and I liked it. 
that's it. Oh, it didn't tr- it didn't trigger anything for you because it really is. Some like, scenes very- did, like especially the beginning when it was just chaotic in the kitchen, and like even some scenes were a little much for me because I don't I already am like don't love cooking and get anxious about it, and then all that. Yeah. But like I think the scene that everyone thought would, which are you caught up? Did you watch it all? Um, you know what? I started watching season two with Joe and I kind of nodded off, but I definitely will hit it because I loved the first season. So there's a family um, but, episode. In oh, yes. Two no, I saw really that part. Good. Yeah. But I feel it's, like that's where everyone said it's like intense. And I'm like, that wasn't I'm used to loud arguing family. So it wasn't as intense to me as the cooking scene. So and that's a squirmy scene, too. But I've had we've had a few family holidays like that, too. Yeah, <laughs> so I absolutely um, I was like, wow. OK, so this exists in other families. OK, well, and it was, it was just almost like a shameless moment. Right. Yeah. And it was just crazy, like guest stars galore. It was it was a good episode. So, um, yeah. yeah, I liked it. And my favorite bakery that I grew up down the street from got a shout out, which was exciting, too. Oh, yes. Shout yes. out Weber's on Archer. The girl, little girl said, we got the good cake from Weber's. And I was like, oh, my God, this is a Chicago show. When I saw that and and I heard the girl say that, I thought of you immediately. I don't know why I didn't text you. Probably fell asleep. But it um, was, uh, yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> I like, thought of you. So exciting. I wanted to ask you about a couple shows that I just like, you know, when you're scrolling on Facebook, shit pops up. And I guess this is like the fourth season, The Righteous Gemstones. Have you watched? Oh, yeah. It's really funny. I mean, Daniel McBride and John Goodman are like my faves. But the sister on there, I can't think of her real name offhand, is hilarious. Okay, so that's going to be up next for me because I'm looking for stuff. And then I saw that there was a Wham! documentary on Netflix. That came on, like, I don't have Netflix right now at home, so that's why I watched that Survival of the Thickest while I was here. Um, but it came, like, the commercial came, or whatever, came on, whatever you call it on Netflix. And it looked right. good, but I haven't watched it yet. Well, and then yesterday I was just scrolling, and they have a bird box like I, I don't want to call it a sequel because it this one takes place in Spain, so it's all different actors. But it's called Bird Box, like whatever. Um, Is that the Barcelona. one that was with uh, Sandra Bullock? Sandra Bullock did the original one, and then so Netflix then did a second one, but it's Bird Box Barcelona. Mm, okay, it, so. Um, I might rewatch that like at night because, you know, at night it's a creepier, creepy factor. Um, but yeah, while well, you brought up TV, I remembered that. Um, Steph, if you are grocery shopping or buying things, um, be on the lookout for the Snoop cereal. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he had cereal. Yeah, Snoop cereal. And it's cute. There's like cute little messages on the box. I'll post some pictures. Um, his little mascot is a dog named Max. Um, and the cinnamon um, crunch version are called the, the toasties. <laughs> so um, they're pretty tasty. And then last week I kept telling you about that guy with all the conspiracy theories and all. it's called the why files, like like the question why, W-H-Y. And then um, my son's, Joey's, kindergarten and second grade teacher she taught both grades for a little while miss m she was posting on facebook about her she has a teacher barbie that her mom bought her way back in the day or no maybe her sister bought her in 1995 and she never realized that it was a collector's item and she's like you know i never took it out of the box but um because now there's like all the Barbie hype everywhere. Like I was looking at hair products yesterday and there's Barbie hair products and Barbie makeup. And um, so teacher Barbie was recalled back in 1995 by Mattel because she didn't have panties on. <laughs> oh, what did she right? have Isn't then? that kind of funny? So um, I don't recall any of my Barbies coming with panties. No, Do I'm you? confused. What did she have? Just like the little indentation she- like they all had? That's weird. That, like it maybe, mattered. but she had a dress on, so like maybe they figured Barbie didn't need underwear if she had other clothes on. Well, yeah, that's what I I'm saying. Recall. They never had underwear. No, but I guess the media really like played up this 1995 teacher Barbie, and they had to recall her because she had no underwear. Shit. 
Um, and then, uh, you know me, I love all my like witchy little Facebook sites. And there's two of them that I'm loving um, every day. Madam Adam. So it's this guy, Adam. And he has like awesome long fingernails and just the way he reads his cards, like he'll be like, oh, yes, ma'am, Pam, you better look out and don't be letting anybody, you know, steal your shit. Like he's really great with reading his cards. They're so much fun. So Madam Adam is on TikTok as well as Facebook. And then my girl, Astaria Sage, she's also Astaria Dream. She does a, a card pull of the day. So um, maybe I'll start like re- um, posting those on our Facebook page, okay. at which you can find us on Facebook at Steph's in the City. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, as well as YouTube. What else, Steph? Is that it? Yeah, sorry, I took a sip of coffee. That's oh, no, that's okay. And you can instant message us on any of those platforms as well as send us email at Steph's in the City at gmail.com or you can call us at 312 508 3552. Or just go to radiomisfits.com. Yes, radiomisfits.com. And then we're going to play a song for you this week. We've got um, another local band stuff, which is cool. And uh, let me scroll down and find all my details here. My goodness. Um, The band is called Early Autumn Station, and the song is very appropriate this week. It's called ETs. You're being watched. Uh-huh. You don't know what to do. Uh-huh. The ZT's in the trees again. And we're gonna party because we're in you.
And that was Chicago's own early autumn station with one of their newest uh, singles called E.T.'s, like E.T. Phone Home. Um, early autumn station started rocking the living room in 2014 after meeting in a bookstore. We uh, The band has one full length self-titled album that dropped in 2021, and they are now releasing a series of brand new dual singles. Add them to your playlist and rock your kitchen. You can find them on Twitter at EAS Station. So EA capital S Station. Uh, the band is Dan on guitar, Kevin also on guitar, Kelly on bass and Chandler on drums. So thanks to Dan Bradley for sending that into us. Yeah. And that song was brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from tweakedaudio.com. Enter discount code BITCHES at checkout for 33% off your entire order, free shipping, and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy. Tweakedaudio.com. And if you'd like to be cool like Early Autumn Station, please go to radiomisfits.com. Click on the tab that says Submit Music. Enter all of your information. Don't forget to include your links. Please send more than one song. We love multiple songs. That means you'll get played multiple times. Uh, also, make sure you're an unsigned artist and you're not including any covers. That's radiomisfits.com. Thanks again to Dan from the band for sending that over early autumn station. All right, Steph, are we going to go to our synchronicity? Oh, yes. What? What's going on? Or wait, do we want to do dating stuff real quick or synchronicity? Sure. Okay. So um, this came to my attention like last night. <laughs> oh, my but it's God. Like, it's, another, it's another Urban Dictionary thing that's sure to gross you out, Steph. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm, okay. Let's Will it not gross you out if you read it? No, it's gross. That's why I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, I didn't put what it's called. It's called a rainbow kiss. I guess you're looking at it, so I can't make you guess what it is. Well, it says rainbow in the description, so I guess I figured it was something. And I mean, this doesn't sound like anything that would have ever appealed to me in my lifetime, but I know there are a lot of people out there that just like to get crazy. So um, Rainbow Kiss is when a couple is performing 69 while the female is on her period, while the woman's on her period. So then the man comes in her mouth and then he's got a mouthful of stuff and they kiss and they mix it together and it forms a beautiful rainbow of color. But don't red and white make pink? It should be like, you know, I would assume I don't know what else like what other color it would be. Yeah. What are they saying? Is there a pea mixed in? Or I mean, unless like, what was that thing that everybody for a while, they're like, don't Google it. Don't Google it. The blue waffle. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going to throw up. I'm like, no. So, oh, yeah. I just thought it was funny. Some people like our funny, gross stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm all about like farts and stuff. But like, I don't know. This is really gross to me. And I don't understand the rainbow. I'm going to call it a pink kiss. Yeah, like a like a cherry kiss. I don't know. Yeah, not really rainbow um, stuff. So there is there are some things that men can do, apparently, to like these ritual bro platonic things. I, this is if I had a dick, I don't think I'd do this. I mean, I know they have like these female or women parties where women get together and you remember on that real sex show, like they all got together and they took a mirror and they were like talking to their vaginas. Do you remember that episode? Yeah. But like also the Yoni steam or whatever it is where they. Well, yeah, there is a place I keep telling you, like, let's go. It's in Waukegan. <laughs> it's a Yoni steam place. But I, when I think about it, I'm like, I don't know. She needs to be all steamed up like that might hurt. I mean, can um, you just like go sit in a sauna or something? Do you really need? Yeah. To? Oh, yeah. I could tell my cousin, like, let's do like a Yoni steam room session. <laughs> She'll be like, you're fucking crazy. What are you talking about? So I guess these guys, it there is a place called the Manhood Academy. And for $55, they they have a class and it's a semen release ritual. Um. 
for sexual transformation workshop. So it's an hour and 20 minute jerk off instructional class. Um, and Why? they teach you, I don't know. They teach you techniques for harnessing your sexual energy, exploring sexual desires and fantasies and releasing blockages and trauma. And this guy wrote on Instagram that he believes that platonic male erotic bonding is a vitamin that all men would benefit from. I mean, releasing trauma, fine. I'm all here for it. But I don't understand how you have to do this to do that. Right. Or you have to do it all together with a bunch of guys to do that. It's weird. Um, I, I mean, he's he's a podcaster as well as a sex kung fu coach. And a musician. Um, so he was born in Canada, studied theater in New York. And um, now he's he's switched his career paths to focus on music and yoga. And now he's doing male rewilding. Um, yeah, I, he's a sexual coach. All right. Well, $55. He makes a pretty penny there for... Um an hour's work times. Yeah. I don't know. There's a, I beware if you guys are going to look for videos. Cause there is a video of him peeing into a Mason jar after a really juicy anus workshop. Oh God. And then he what? drinks it. So, um, yeah, beware if you're going to Google, he also does that sunning your butthole thing. <laughs> Which, Which is made, not so weird after all of this. That seems like very tame compared to the rest of these things. Right? Like me, I'm gonna I actually just talked to my friend Liz about her husband Mike coming out and working on my deck. Maybe once I get my new deck, like we can all sun our buttholes on the deck. You can do it together like this. Yeah, you just kind of sit and do like we would have your feet of what it would be like a two and ten, right? You gotta, we'll I do the just clock. always think like when I used to go tanning, sometimes my nipples would get burned because they're not used to like sun, right? And it was like it hurt and it's like itchy. I can't imagine my butthole getting burned. Yeah, I don't know. I that I would not enjoy. I would, no. I've had remember, I had a sunburned puss. Remember when I got that? It was a new laser that my friend had but she didn't tell me that it was um extreme uv oh yeah that's right and i'm a, i'm allergic to extreme uv <laughs> so i was like putting aloe on there and it finally my um co-worker called me in like a really good allergy pill Hello. so uh -uh. yeah i don't i i don't i wouldn't wish that on anyone that was a horrible feeling you dropped out for um, a second i don't know though if it oh i did I think so. At least I didn't hear anything. Oh, well, here we are. I mean, I did touch my microphone cord. Um, just a, a couple bad date things, stuff you had listed at the top, like in our rundown, um, that somebody was complaining about an ice cream date. Yeah, well, somebody posted, I think actually it was the woman about like she was going to go on a date with some guy and he said like meet for ice cream and she was like, no, I want like someone that's going to like put more effort into planning a first date and like ice cream is so like low effort and low budget and like and then like it turned out I think if it was her posting everyone was like not on her side <laughs> like <laughs> ice cream sounds like a good first date to most people. So, I, and I agree with you on that one. I mean, in my opinion, like, what if it's a bad first date and then you're fucking stuck, like, at a restaurant? You know, I would rather just be like, yeah, coffee, ice cream, whatever. One drink. Yeah. No, I agree. Right. And, and ice then, cream is the best. Like, I'll go for ice cream any time of day. Right. And speaking of ice cream, did you, did you see they're opening more like rainbow cone little, outlets all over the place with that bone of beef and now they have a rainbow cone food truck going around yeah they're expanding i remember when they were only the one on kedzie or whatever um, right yeah rainbow cone is good stuff man I, and you know what i never would i mean i always like oh yeah it's a it's the hype right everybody but i had a rainbow cone and i was like that was delicious <laughs> like, i didn't I know that they one. make cakes i think tina said for her birthday this year someone got her a rainbow cone cake which i didn't realize they did that 
Oh, no way. Ice cream cake and banana cream pie. Those are like the hits in our house for birthdays. So I'll have to take a look at that. I really liked, it wasn't New York cherry. It was something else. Oh, it was the Palmer House cherry. That was really good. Right? That's one of the flavors. Yeah. I know that there's like, I'm trying to think of each layer now. But yeah, it's it's good. I always just would go for like chocolate because I'm not a fan of all of those flavors. But um, but I think it's good regardless. So right, and I think it's worth trying like the OG rainbow cone just once, and then if you're like, eh, tried it, not a fan, then go back to whatever. But you know, I'm a fan of trying something new all the time. So. I'm not um, always. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, sometimes I feel like if I'm all the way over there and like I know what I like, why would I get something new? And then maybe I don't, you know, like I'd rather just, you know. Right. But you've tried it in the past and now yeah, you know what you like. True. Yeah. Right. So I'm saying for those people that are like, uh, you've never had it before. Tr- try something new. Like try it. So um, there were a few bad date stories as long as we're, we're talking about dating. There was, um, and it's that one group, but I don't really see it rolling in my uh, feed anymore. But this one guy, so this lady says, wouldn't call it a date so much as an interview, but the guy wanted me to surgically remove a piece of meat from the backside of his thigh, watch me cook it and eat it. Was it Army Hammer? Oh my God, that's what somebody said in the in the comments. I mean, that's like his thing, like wanting to eat flesh or whatever. Ugh. I mean, I could fill him up a doggy bag every day from work, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's cancerous flesh. I don't know if you want to eat that. Um, <laughs> I'm so weird. I watch too many movies. Um, this guy proposed a first date to this lady and he said that he wanted her to go to his place and recite poetry with him naked. Then she wanted him to, or wanted her to throw a pie at him. And so she said she hung up the phone laughing, no date. And then she later ran into another woman who had the same experience. They, they met at a writer's group. So apparently this guy's hitting up writers. I think in terms of kink, that's not a bad, like I, I wouldn't be too creeped out by that one. Well, the whole there is a, a a kink, the splooshing. Remember, where like people Sit like on to or whatever. Yeah, uh, feel the frosting and the icing and the whipped cream on their skin, or they like to see a bare ass or a body part covered with dessert items. Like, I guess I would do that, except for you really sh- shouldn't put sugar by the vag, otherwise you're gonna um yeah you're, you're gonna have some trouble. Um, one girl said that on a date, he tried to pick her nose, not once, but twice. <laughs> oh, my God. I fucking hate it. That would just make me want to punch someone in the face. That's hilarious. I mean, it, it's all good if you're like, hey, do I have a, a bat in my cave or a booger in no, my nose? No, I but mean, don't, don't pick it. Don't touch don't it. Don't pick it. You can tell me if I have a booger in my nose, but don't pick it. So, um, yeah, those are our dating stories. That's hilarious. Don't pick my nose. You can pick your friends and you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose. <laughs> All well, right. We have we've got a, um, a, a lion's gate portal that I'm interested in here. Yeah. Let me hit my synchronicity. Yeah, I've been seeing you going through. You're going through some things right now. Synchronicity. 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 Yeah. So there's a lion's gate portal stuff. You are right. Why don't you tell us about it, girl? Oh, I was interested in hearing about it, but I can read this. The Lion's Gateway is an annual cosmic event that begins July 26th, so we're in it, peaks Mm -hmm. on August 8th, and ends on the 12th. This occurs when the Earth aligns with the star Sirius and opens a huge portal of transformation. It is named for the position of the sun currently in leo we're in leo season leo season it's a time of deep cosmic awakening that calls us to truth authenticity and opens us to the depths of our hearts this gateway is supercharging the manifestation and transformation possible during this time this powerful time gives us chances to make some very big changes and transitions in our lives in correlation to our path our intimate relationships and our purpose Damn, Sam. So you have till the 12th and it peaks on the 8th, which would peak mean that's the peak time to do something about it or? 
Yeah. So like if you are really into like I did that sound bath. Was it last weekend? I think it was. It was a lot of fun. Um, so if you're into like doing any of that kind of stuff, um, sound baths or the gong baths or whatever, they're all going to be, you. if you follow these places or if you know of any crystal shops near, sometimes even yoga studios, they're going to be offering these little classes or little retreats around that time, like when the, the 8th through the 12th, when that portal is really opened up. Um, but not only do we have that Lionsgate stuff on Tuesday, so when our show drops on Tuesday the 1st, it's going to be a full moon. Um, and it peaks around 2.30 um, Eastern, so 3.30 here in the Midwest. Uh, it'll be in the sign Aquarius, and it will really amplify individuality and creativity. This is a powerful time to start thinking about what may be holding you back from living the life that you desire most so that you can release it with this powerful, whimsical, airy, full moon energy. And I actually have an Aquarius moon. Ooh, so it's extra for you. Right. Oh, Albert's trying to eat the microphone cover again. Yeah, that's what I was just, (laughs) I like let him sniff it and then I remembered and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, he's already chewed up two of those, right? No, I think just one so far. Just one? I actually know. Maybe it was two. He's, yeah. I forgot until just now. So I'm going to have to hide this because he's checking it out. Yeah, he's a rascal. And then uh, if you're also interested in a little bit of romantic alignment happening now, Mercury is conjunct Venus. So Mercury and Venus align in the sky. And I remember, like, isn't it every summer around this time you can see them shining brightly? Um, So this is a divine opportunity to express heartfelt confessions and dive deep into the depths of communication. Embrace the magic of this alignment and be open to surprising interactions with others. It's a time to speak from the heart and be prepared for unanticipated romantic declarations. But beware, as conversations with loved ones could also take unexpected turns, leading to a twist in events. Uh, The universe is aligning in our favor, helping us to manifest our greatest desires and bring us closer to our ultimate destiny. So there you go. It's a lot of synchronicity, people. Sure is. Fuck. Because remember, we're also in Venus and retrograde in the sign of Leo. So we've got a lot going on right now. Um, We'll go live your best lives. Live your best lives, be aware, and um, maybe you might have a little romance happening. So, yeah, that's not that's not a bad thing. (laughs) No, ma'am. Yes, ma'am, Pam. All right. Well, we're going to go and enjoy our sunny, sunny Sunday. We will see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday.